two of the Bill Michaels Show. How you doing today? Glad to have you on board. Looking forward to next week. We have got uh, a lot of guys coming through. Um, I uh, I believe we are going to be talking with uh, with uh, Ross Tucker again next week, and uh, we've also got uh, Aaron Taylor. Everybody knows Aaron Taylor. Kyle Turley, the former uh, former lineman, uh, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon uh, is scheduled to stop by, too. We talked to him last year. Now, last year, Jim was in a wheelchair. Uh, the last time I saw him, we were at uh, the, uh, God, we were uh, down at uh, the cigars uh, cigar event with Mike Ditka and the Legends event, the Gridiron Greats. We were down in Chicago with him, and... It was, uh, he was on, on crutches at that point, but, um, he at least was, was kind of moving around and, you know, doing a little bit better and, and such. So, um, we're hoping that, uh, you know, he's out of the wheelchair and he's walking around. He's better now. Uh, the, the infection that was in his foot where he had surgery has healed. So we'll t- hopefully talk with Jim McMahon. We got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys that uh, are scheduled, Zach and, and Julie Ertz, um, uh, current NFL player for the Arizona Cardinals. He won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Christian Ponder. Um, all these guys. We're expected to have them all on the program. So we got a pretty good, uh, pretty good lineup. We're going to talk some betting. Going to talk odds. Going to talk uh, analysts. All that kind of good stuff. So that's just to name a few. Lee Steinberg, the super agent to many, including what was uh, Aaron Roger or Aaron Jones and uh, Jamal Williams, or you know, years ago back when. Uh, they were first rookies. He brought them over to us, so he kind of a wink and a nod, said, here, you might want to talk to these guys. Sure enough, Ted Thompson drafted them. So uh, a lot of good stuff is going to come from Radio Row. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, that's the phone number. If you want to find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, and uh, also at Ben Z. Kenny, uh, our guy Ben, producing the program. You can find us over on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. You follow us on Facebook and on Instagram um, uh, under The Real Bill Michaels uh, over on Instagram. And uh, you can track us down and, and see a lot of the stuff. We're going to post videos, we're going to post pictures and everything from Super Bowl 57. So uh, that'll start uh, pretty much on Saturday morning. So we're going to get all that together, some videos, maybe podcast stuff. You're going to see all that stuff over on Facebook and Instagram. So follow us there. Uh, like us there. Follow us, whatever you need to do. Subscribe on YouTube. If you subscribe, it just pops up. Uh, it'll come up and say, hey, the, the show's on the air. Maybe something that we do podcast-wise. Go to YouTube.com uh, slash Bill Michaels Show, and you can find us there. So a lot of good stuff on YouTube, Twitch TV. You can always email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Everything, by the way is over at the website, thebillmichaels.com. That's thebillmichaels.com. Again, thebillmichaels.com, and you can find all the different links and podcasts and videos. And by the way, the podcast from last night and the Bill Michaels Huddle, which was a a tremendous discussion. Myself, Mike Clemens, uh, we had Grant Bills on. uh, Ben Kenny was joining us for a little bit, too. Uh, Great discussion last night. A lot of the stuff that we've talked about here today, and you can go back and listen to it uh, and find that on the website, thebillmichaels.com. You can also find... All of our stuff on Apple. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Google Podcasts. So you can track it all down there. There you go. Um, so uh, there's just there's so much feedback today. I mean, it's Buxatawney Phil Day, uh, kind of running it back day, the discussion of Aaron Rodgers' day, the smoke is getting thicker day. 
for all the discussions in Mobile, Alabama, the Senior Bowl and such, where a lot of the GMs are looking overlooking the seniors. They're looking for film. They're looking to, to talk to some of these guys. It's kind of a mini combine for a lot of the guys who are getting ready to uh, maybe advance their careers via the NFL. Everybody's there. Everybody's talking. Everybody's whispering. Everybody's nodding. They're all getting the questions asked about Aaron Rodgers and the commitment of the Green Bay Packers to Rodgers and vice versa. And if Rodgers were to be traded, what is he worth? And on and on and on and on and on. Um, so it, it, that's where a lot of this stuff is coming from. Um, this one's from JJ who says, I don't understand uh, some fans. Uh, they complain about Barry's conservative defense, yet complain about the more aggressive Dom Capers defense. Um, you know what? The one thing we have come to understand in the one thing we've come to understand in, in when you look at defensive coordinators is they can't do anything right unless your defense is one of the top ranked defenses in the league, and eventually you're going to complain about them and want them fired. Because not a whole lot of people complained about Barry two years ago. This past year, yeah, he was miserable. I told you so. Terrible hire. The year before that, nobody really complained. There was a few times. I mean, I think that defense, uh, statistically speaking, was probably, how do I say this, maybe not as good as their stats were because when they needed it the most, they just didn't have the ability to get stops and get off the field consistently. But overall, the defense um, the defense ranked decently. And you thought it was only going to take a step up. You know? You thought it was going to get better. And it, uh, it, it, just, it just didn't. This year was supposed to be a better year. And instead, uh, many different players regressed. Statistically, um, snap-wise, pro football focus-wise, a lot of them regressed. Um, and when you look at it, um, you can say, well... Did each individual player regress, therefore the defense regressed, or did the coaching put them in positions where they were not meant to be successful, therefore they regressed as a whole in every different category, in every different space, because defensively the coordinator calling the plays didn't put them in position to be successful on a daily basis or on a down-by-down basis. So, I, And I think it's the latter, not the former. I really do. I think that there was a lot... And thus, some of the comments coming out from Jerry Gray about, hey, you'll have to ask Joe Barry that. I'm, I'm, I'm just a secondary coach. I think those were some telling comments. Uh, little quips here and there that you caught, and you went, okay, it was no big deal at the time, but when you start to add it all up, it was kind of like, okay. It seemed like there was some frustration there, defensively speaking, philosophically speaking. 877-867-1670. Uh, um, like I said, Ross Tucker coming up here in about uh, 10 minutes, so stay tuned for that. Bill, uh, I am, this is, yeah, go ahead. I am closely monitoring the Instagrams of all parties involved in this Aaron Rodgers saga we're going through. Mm-hmm. It appears that Garrett Wilson, uh, the Jets wide receiver, has now posted a picture of Rodgers in a Jets uniform or one that looks really? like Jets green. It, it looks like an off-brand, like let's just make an Aaron Rodgers right. head on a football player, but it doesn't like appear to be. just threw it up there. Yep, yeah. Jets green, and he said, quote, it's a sign. It's a sign. So here we are. Six more weeks here we of go. winter. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Just like, come on, man. Um, Yeah, here we go. And I, you know, I don't know what else to say. It's like, come on, man. 
Come on. Um, we're going to go through this. It's going to drive us nuts. Oh, well. I, you know, I, unless we get more that says more, you know what I mean? Unless we get, you know, there have been talks. Or, you know, sources are now saying that, uh, you know, the Jets have inquired officially for, for Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, I, I don't know right now. First of all, I think there's a moratorium on on deals. I don't think anybody's going to be coming out and saying, hey, we're doing this, we're doing that. Uh, with these two weeks of Super Bowl, I think the NFL was pretty pretty, uh, pretty firm about saying, hey, none of, you can hire coaches and stuff. That's that, The hiring process is real. But I, we don't want to hear anything else about anything else at this point. And the league year... The new league year has not started, so you, you got to take that into consideration. But I think what you're going to hear is that, yeah, such and such spoke with Brian Gutekunst or, you know, until you hear that, you know, you can get a lot of the rumors and the innuendos. And, but we had a lot of that, uh, you know, last year. We had about a lot of that two years ago when, you know, it was reported Rodgers flat out will not return to the Green Bay Packers. He doesn't want to go back. He's not going back. And then all of a sudden he comes walking back in. You know? Um, and, and some of the stuff that's being reported, I, I'll give it, and, and again, for those that don't know, and I'm, if, if you've already heard this and I'm repeating myself, I apologize, but I, I need to make this emphatic. Some of this stuff from Adam Schefter, I know Adam Schefter is a sore spot for many because for whatever reason, you just don't like the guy. I I respect the hell out of him because he does have the ear of many and he does have a phone that's got a Rolodex and he gets tips. He gets information. Okay. Sometimes he's rather vague. It's like he's stirring the pot to stir the pot. But remember his agency, his agent is in the same, is the same agent and agency as Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure there are whispers that says, Hey, you know, they're not talking to the talking to us, but others are talking to us saying that there are maybe, you know, there there have been phone calls or whatever. But I you know, I can't imagine at this point in time that they're laying it down going, here you go. Because until Rogers says he's coming back, all this is moot. Because he could just say, you know what? I'm just tired of this. I don't want to run it back. Pucks at Tony Phil came out and saw his shadow. I, I I really like playing golf. I just want to go enjoy my life. I think I'm going to be done, too. You know what? It'd be an honor to take the stage with Tom and J.J. and just have a, a, celebra- a celebration of just immense, immense excellence in the game of football, and we're all going to retire together. Okay, maybe you could do that. So until he comes back, you can't really do anything anyway. But I think there's whispers. I just don't know to what extent, because like I said, when it comes to phone calls, are the Jets calling saying, hey, Brian, man, what do you think? And Brian could say, oh, you know what, we just, we're just we waiting to find out. You know, We don't want to make any of our moves. We don't want to tell him what we're doing that's going to sway his decision one way or the other. We've got to make sure that he's committed just coming back to the team. Okay, cool, man. Well, when he does, you know, we'd still like to talk to you about you know, maybe possibly making a trade if it would be you know, in everybody's benefit. And then Goody could say, man, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate you giving us a buzz. And that's it. Now, that's a discussion. That's a conversation. That's of interest, but there's nothing solid there. There's no, there's no fire there. There's just whispers of smoke and this and that, and who cares? So 
Uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, Ross Tucker is going to join us. I love Ross. I love breaking it down with him. He's got a really good gift idea for Valentine's Day for all you guys out there that have girls, moms, all that kind of stuff you want to send some cool packages to. But uh, Ross Tucker's also, uh, he works on the Philadelphia Eagles broadcast. We'll get his perspective on the Super Bowl as well. And we'll talk to him a little bit about this whole Aaron Rodgers stuff. So a lot of good stuff coming up. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. 877-867-1670. Hit us up if you want to do so. Hey, our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers, they are in West Bend, and they want to rock your world. Speaking of Valentine's Day, if you're looking for a gift and you think, ah, I don't want to buy the ring, but it may be a necklace, a little heart on it, want to buy some earrings, you know, want to buy a bracelet, whatever, Kane and Kane Jewelers, it is worth the drive to West Bend. It just is. They're a good family-owned jewelry. They've been a jewelry store. They've been around a long time. They carry really quality pieces. they got terrific pricing. It's not exorbitant. You're not walking into Tiffany's. You're not walking in to Saks. None of that. they got really good prices. I mean, come on. They're priced in West Bend. You know? They're keeping it homey, man. They're keeping it homey, keeping it real. Go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com. And, guys, if you want to learn how to buy like a guy, man, Andy Kane does a great podcast with everything from jewelry to whiskeys and bourbons. So go take a look at it, maybe even before you make the trip out to uh, West Bend. And if you want to do that and you are going to get engaged, they can even set up private appointments for you and let you take a look at rings and, and stuff that way. Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend. Let them rock your world. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget to stop in and uh, use your Quick Rewards card. They have bread for 79 cents, and uh, they are based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Oh, my God, what a tremendous entity to have. You don't realize how much you miss it till you don't have it. You're out of state, so I'm going to dread it a little bit uh, heading into a radio row every day out in Arizona, and I'll be missing me some Quick Trip for sure. Uh, let's do this. Let's get to the phones and join our guy, uh, Ross Tucker. I can't wait to see this guy. Ross, you are going to be at Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'll be out there uh, Monday through Wednesday. Looking forward to seeing you, Bill. Absolutely, pal. It's good to have you on, man. It's been far too long, but I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're with us. And and we'll get into the uh, the my front page story coming coming up here in a few. But uh, I want to start off first of all uh, before we get into the Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, I want to ask you because it's it's Groundhog Day, and here we go again with the Aaron Rodgers saga and everything that's being talked about. Give me your thoughts just on all of this and Rodgers and the play last year, last season, and and moving forward. Give me all your thoughts on this. Yeah, so I guess, first of all, um, I don't believe for a second that Aaron Rodgers is retiring. Um, Mm -hmm. First of all, it just kind of goes against human nature to retire when you could get $60 million for five months of work. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. how many people would actually do that, first of all? Right. And second of all, He's really not going to retire now, Bill, because if you've been paying attention to Aaron Rodgers, he definitely cares about how he's perceived, definitely cares about what people say about him. He makes that pretty clear. He does not want to go into the Hall of Fame the same year as Tom Brady. 
or maybe even take the chance that he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's in the same year as Brady. Mm-hmm. So I, there's no chance he retires. I personally believe that the Packers would like to move on. I think the Packers would love to trade him. There's a lot of conversation out there. I think they have a bunch of suitors, and I think they'd love to send them to the AFC, ideally. I think, I think the Packers are ready to move on. I don't think they want to pay him $60 million. I think they want somebody else to have to pay him. I think they want Jordan Love to be their quarterback, and I think that's probably what ends up happening. I think Aaron Rodgers probably gets traded. Logically, I 100% agree with you. What I keep going back to is Mark Murphy's a couple of years away from retirement, and everybody says, how do you have 30-plus years of Hall of Fame quarterback play and only two Super Bowls? If they were able to put the right pieces in place, Rodgers restructured the deal, legacy-wise, if they were able to run it back and get themselves a Super Bowl, it looks a lot better getting three Super Bowl wins with those two quarterbacks in four appearances versus two Super Bowl wins and only three appearances. You know what I mean? It just cha- it just changes the narrative legacy-wise. Well, there's no question about that. But I think you have to be honest with yourself about how close or far away you are from winning the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I could see them being in the mix next year, but they weren't even able to beat the Lions at home in a game with a lot on the line, I think they could be in the mix next year, but I would certainly put them behind some of these other teams, certainly Philadelphia being one of them. Uh, let's talk a little let's talk a little bit about Philadelphia and Kansas City. Obviously you're close with the Eagles and I think the Eagles, top to bottom roster wise, are a just a better team. I, I just think they're a deeper team. They've got more at every position. Uh, but ultimately the difference makers are going to be the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes has been there, done that. Jalen Hurts is not. So give me your thoughts on this matchup between these two teams coming into Super Bowl 57. Well, so let's let's start with the Eagles um, because I'm so familiar with them. You know, I grew up outside of uh, Philadelphia, and even though I never played for them, they never wanted me, I was a fan growing up. <clears throat> Bill, it's, it's the best Eagles team they've ever had. I mean – they have the best O-line in the league, definitely. They probably have the best D-line in the league. How many times can you ever say a team had that? Then mm-hmm. they, they have the best receivers in franchise history. Probably have the best corners in franchise history. MVP candidate quarterback. 18 of their 22 starters are Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternate players. It's just an embarrassment of riches. That said, if it's a close game against the Chiefs, which is very possible, that's certainly, we talk about it on the Even Money Betting Podcast. Right now, the betting line says close game. On a close game, we've all seen Patrick Mahomes make the critical play late in games for the Chiefs to win big games over and over over again, whereas we haven't seen that from Jalen Hurts. He he hasn't really had to, Bill. He hasn't really been in that situation where he's had to make the critical play late in the game. So in a close game, I favor the Chiefs because I favor Mahomes. Question is, can the Chiefs keep it a one-score game like that 
because there is the possibility. After I saw what the Eagles did up front on both sides of the ball to the Packers, there is the possibility that the Chiefs kind of get run over. Because I do think the Eagles' O-line can run the Chiefs off a defensive line over in the run game. <laughs> Before I let you go, I know I got two things. I want to talk about my front page story here in just a second. But what does this mean for Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni, these two head coaches? Andy Reid trying to extend his legacy, Nick Sirianni trying to put his stamp on the league, obviously, with, uh, like you said, an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, you know what? Um, for Andy Reid, I actually thought last week's game was significant for Andy Reid and for Patrick Mahomes. There's a big difference between going to three Super Bowls in four years versus being 0-4 against the Bengals. I mean, as great as Mahomes and Andy Reid are, if they were 0-4 against the Bengals the last couple of years, that's a bad look. That's a bad, including two home losses in AFC Championship games. That's a really, really bad look. So, um, yeah, man, I guess I, I kind of think it's the, the Chiefs already took a big step for their legacy last week. Um, now, this week is a, a lot different um, in the Super Bowl. It would be huge for both of them. Look, there's a lot of people out there that have won one Super Bowl. Sean Payton and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. If Mahomes and Andy Reid can get two, with Mahomes still having a lot of time left in his career, boy, that would be that would be um, he'd be well on his way to have one of the best careers ever. Well on his way. Whereas for the Eagles, you know, they're gonna have to pay Jalen Hurts after this year. And they got a bunch of free agents. The time is really now for the Eagles. Like, they got to take advantage of this year. And, that, you know, for Sirianni to win a Super Bowl in the second year would be huge. Hey, uh, before I let you go, my front page story, it's always unique, and you get a great response out of the state of Wisconsin and the listening audience, and it's so cool. I tell people about it. You tell people real quick because I know you're uh, short on time. You know, I tell you this every time I see you, Bill. Every time I come on your program, at least multiple awesome people in Wisconsin get a story from myfrontpagestory.com because I think they just, especially up there where you guys are, they just see the value in the written word and, and being able to say to your wife, hey, honey, I want to do something special for you. So I had a story written about you. Like it just sounds so powerful when they see it. And it's beautiful. It's framed pictures of you and her. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. They they cry almost every time. Like when they when they read the quotes about how much she means to you, they cry almost every time. You win, and then because it's framed, she'll hang it up in the house forever. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. Myfrontpagestory.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, it's always a pleasure. I'll see you at, uh, in Arizona coming up here in a week, okay? Sounds great. See you, Bill. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. Uh, the former NFL offensive lineman, Ross Tucker. It's really cool. And he, he had to run, and I know he's up against the clock, and we thank him for his time because I know he was up against it. But he's a color analyst for Westwood One, CBS in Philadelphia, and the Eagles. But he put this thing together with uh, some buddies of his who are all former newspaper writers. And it's called MyFrontPageStory.com. And basically what it is, 
you go there and you whoever it is you want to write this story about whether it's your girlfriend your wife your mom whatever uh, or vice versa you know if it's girls listening to the program and they want to do it for their husbands or boyfriends or fathers or what have you grandfathers and you go to myfrontpagestory.com they will ask you a little bit about who you want to write for you send them uh, you know you download a couple of pictures and one of the writers will call you and they do a brief interview with you they do a brief interview with you and what they do is then they take that and make it into a newspaper and basically your person whoever you have the interest in or you're writing about is the front page story and it's like the headline you know uh happens to be uh, you know um like if it's your grandmother and everybody loves grandma then it's called everybody's grandma and then this whole thing with all the different quotes from all the people in the family and such it is unbelievable and he's 100 percent correct uh that it just i have seen people and talked to people that have gotten this and they got it in the mail and they never thought it was going to be that cool and it was beyond their expectation and then when they give it to that person and most of the time guys it's given it to girls and mothers and grandmas and stuff uh, they just ball because they just can't, first of all, believe the quotes and how much it means to them. But the story that's written about them and all that they do, whether it's overcoming a health ailment, whether it's something that they do to inspire them in their life or just how much they love them or how caring they are or whatever. It's called MyFrontPageStory.com, MyFrontPageStory.com. And Ross asked us to promote it. I'll promote it again back uh, when we go out to the Super Bowl. But every year it's just so cool. So go to MyFrontPageStory.com. Dot com Again, myfrontpagestory.com. He's such a good guy. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. Got a lot more to get to. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I personally believe that the Packers would like to move on. I think the Packers would love to trade them. There's a lot of conversation out there. I think they have a bunch of suitors, and I think they'd love to send them to the AFC, ideally. I think the, I think the Packers are ready to move on. I don't think they want to pay him $60 million. I think they want somebody else to have to pay him. I think they want Jordan Love to be their quarterback, and I think that's probably what ends up happening. I think Aaron Rodgers probably gets traded. Those are the words of Ross Tucker. At Ross Tucker NFL, part of the Ross Tucker podcast. Former NFL offensive lineman, works with Westwood One, CBS now. And uh, that's that's his opinion. So there you go. So for those that were, uh, you know, kind of pining for Rodgers to come back, um, it at least appears that more and more opinions seem to logically seem to be that uh, the Packers could move on. Um... Purple Lilac says, we're not winning another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. What makes you think he would suddenly play great in a postseason game at the age of 40? First of all, age has nothing to do with it anymore. You know, I mean, Tom Brady blew that out of the water. Peyton Manning did it before him. Peyton Manning got his team to a Super Bowl over the age of 40 and then won a Super Bowl over the age of 40. So the age thing doesn't really mean anything anymore, not the way the guys take care of themselves. You know, years ago, you know, guys didn't do in the offseason what they do today. You know, they would come into camp out of shape, they'd play, 
get beat up, you know, what have you. It was, it's just it, they, they took care of their bodies differently. The fact that they don't hit in practice anymore, they don't have two-a-days, they don't put them through the rigors day in and day out. Really, the only day you're hitting is actually game day. Uh, and now all the rules changes and such for quarterbacks. It's, it's you know, it, it's it's different. It's different. What makes me think that the – now, if, if it was just a matter of Aaron Rodgers – um, I would say, yeah, he can still get you to a Super Bowl. But if it's the rest around him, you have to ask yourself, uh, and this is a fair question, uh, what is your best shot at getting to a Super Bowl? If you're right, just think about this for a minute. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you're thinking, I'm coming back for a year, maybe two, am I going to, what gives me the best chance? Best chance. Of uh, of getting to a Super Bowl, okay? Uh, Pac fan says, weren't we all just thinking about how young the quarterbacks were in the divisional round of the playoffs and the youth movement at the quarterback position? Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have a lot of thirty-five plus year old quarterbacks in the league right now, so c- certainly we're talking about that. You're also talking about a lot of different teams that have a lot of pieces around their quarterback too. I mean, you're you're basically laying it on just strictly the quarterback play. You know, you're talking strictly the quarterback play. And every year, and and Purple Lilac says we're so tired of the what-ifs. Every team has the what-ifs. Every team does. You're you're making up a narrative that I I can give you 50 reasons why not when you're telling me 50 reasons why. So if you look at the teams that are in the Super Bowl right now, are they... Had Brock Purdy not gone down, maybe it's a little different, but I still think Philadelphia, top to bottom, is the best team in the league. Top to bottom. And it was one of my top three or four picks going into the season. So it's not surprising they're here. In the AFC, think about this. If you want to have a legitimate shot at getting to the postseason, okay? the um, you got to go through Josh Allen. You got to go through Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. You got to go through Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. All these other quarterbacks, the teams right now that you, you know, you can't even count Russell Wilson in that mix anymore. The teams right now that are searching, you know, Houston, Indianapolis, maybe Tennessee if they decide to move on from Tannehill, Pittsburgh, they're not quite sure what they've got there. Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, can he start to put it all back together again? Depends on what happens with Tua. Um, maybe they get a real offensive coordinator with Mac Jones, and he becomes more progressive. That, I mean, that's a hell of a division in the AFC East to begin with, if you go there. As opposed to what? Dak? Dak's not going to get you there. Daniel Jones in New York? Eh, they're good. I don't think they're great. In the division... You still have Jared Goff, who played well, but they had a pretty decent defensive front, and they were better. They were a better football team. Minnesota was a better football team. Atlanta, eh, there's nothing there. Carolina, eh. New Orleans, now. Nah. Tampa Bay's now looking. They're searching. Arizona, Kyler Murray's not going to get you there. The Rams, maybe a year off for Matthew Stafford. Maybe it makes the elbow better. San Francisco, they're, you know, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. 
And in Seattle, you got a better shot quarterback-wise of leading your team to a championship in the NFC than you do in the AFC. And next year, Mahomes' contract's going to be even higher. His percentage is going to go up. And you've got Burrow getting ready for a contract. So that's going to that's gonna change things there. Lamar Jackson's certainly going to change things contractually in Baltimore. And as those teams begin to pay those guys, then you're going to see those teams in certain areas begin to deteriorate because you've got to find what you would feel is value at that position for that price. Now, and, and you know, Matt says, would you rather have a rookie or a or a low-priced deal, or a high-priced veteran. Well, if you've got Joe Burrow on a on a rookie deal, hell yeah, you'd rather have him than a high-priced veteran. I mean, that's a no-brainer. But if you just say random rookie, no, I've seen too many random rookies fail. So you gotta you, you, you can throw that out there and say, well, what makes you think he's going to win it after twelve years? What makes you think he's not? The last two years? Is that it? That's what you're basing it on? Because I can go through every NFC Championship game, and I, I like it's yesterday, and I can refute everything you're saying. And the whole thing about it's a young man's game, well, Tom won it at the age of 42. So your argument there goes out the window. If you had to look at just strictly the quarterbacks in the postseason and the quarterbacks that are playing for Super Bowl or quarterbacks that were in the NFC and the AFC championship games, those teams were good teams, top to bottom. Top to bottom. And if, if you're just caught up on the quarterback, then you're in complete denial. Complete denial. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got more of the Bill Michael Show now. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Chiefs and the Eagles both held their first practice sessions preparing for the Super Bowl. Both teams announced they'll be flying to Phoenix on Sunday, arriving at Sky Harbor Airport. Quarterback Jalen Hurts says he's not the least bit surprised his Eagles team has made it this far. But I know the job isn't done, so I never... I never always knew how far we'd come. I never knew how far we'd go, but I never said it couldn't be done. Andy Reid says despite tight end Travis Kelsey battling a sore back and Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain, the Chiefs are back at the Super Bowl again. It was pure grit, he and Kels, um, for Pat to do what he did and then to have that run at the end. I can't say enough. He he is the MVP in my eyes. And Packers wide receiver Romeo Dobbs was on CBS Sports Radio and was asked more about his relationship as a 22-year-old rookie working with a future Hall of Fame quarterback like 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. I thought the relationship I and Aaron had, uh, it, was, it, 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 was, it was pretty solid because I know there was times where, you know, I had questions for him as far as, like, what he wanted. And then there was other times where, uh, you know, just outside of football, um, I'd go up to him, just kind of get some advice from him, you know, him or Kobe. But uh, it was, you know, I'm thankful to be a part of something real special, uh, you know, because not a lot of rookies, I'd say, 
get opportunities to go out there and play with them because there's a there's his philosophy of not playing rookie receivers and just the position that we were all in just being able to play every game for him thought it was really great i thought it was special Dobbs says he learned a lot from rogers i mean just being around him uh, he's a great leader he's a great dude and you know i make sure that i appreciate him you know because i know at some point in time he'll be done playing so he's a great guy man probably one of the best to be around that's packers wide receiver romeo dobbs we'll have updates every day next week from super bowl 57 in phoenix i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Day, a nice romantic dinner, good Italian food, maybe a bottle of wine, great service. There is no better place to go than our friends down there at San Giorgio in Calderon Club, downtown Milwaukee, Old World Third Street. Get a hold of Gino, and you've got a lot of the uh, you know the old Italian music, Sinatra and and such playing in the background, and you've got you know kind of the hustle and bustle of a really cool uh, old style Italian restaurant all going on. Or you go over to San Giorgio. It's a little more modern, but they've got the beautiful pizza oven, and it's all authentic. It's from the you know certified Napoli, Italy, and uh, the only uh, authentic Napoletana pizzeria in the state, as a matter of fact, uh, and authentic. So either way, you can't go wrong. And whether it's a bottle of wine or you go down there and they pair it up with Cider Boys, either way, it's, it's just fantastic. So I can't recommend it highly enough. And when you do go down or make a reservation, ask for Gino and tell him you heard it here, and, uh, you know, hey, they give you a little – little toast after the fact it's a, it's a great night out tremendous place to go the best italian food you're ever ever going to have that is our friends at calderon club in san giorgio old world third street right there uh, across the street from the hyatt downtown milwaukee and they pair it up with cider boys as well uh 877-867-1670 uh jj said doesn't matter rogers is not tom brady seven rings to one proves that um you know, you can't win another one until you win another one. I guess it's just predetermined that Rodgers is not going to win a Super Bowl, so everybody is pretty much hell-bent on the fact that you just want to move on. You just want to get it over with. Uh, I, I just All I say is ca- be careful what you wish for. Because if Jordan Love's not the guy, then you have jettisoned the Hall of Famer a year or two early and started the primrose path of mediocre to maybe a little above-average quarterback play that's not going to get you deep into the postseason for a long time to come. For a long time to come. So, just an FYI. That's all. Um, that's it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. The last couple of years, I, I know... The criticism of the quarterback play, there's some justification there. I understand that. I do. Um, in years prior, though, you, you can't say that. You know, that incredible clutch play that he threw to, um, to uh, oh, God, um, the wide receiver, the, uh, the tight end, Jared Cook, on the sideline in Dallas, where only he could throw it to get him in field goal range. An amazing pass just to get him to an NFC championship game. You know, just to get him to an NFC Championship game prior to that, going to San Francisco, prior to that, going to Seattle, prior to that, going to Atlanta. You know, I mean, it's just there's there's he has won big games. He has taken them to 
big games. And for a number of reasons, they have faltered. The last couple of years, though, I will agree. Has them in the best play. I think uh, there's been some coaching mistakes. I think there's been some disconnect between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. And maybe Rodgers has gotten too big for himself in some cases. But going back to a couple of years ago against San Francisco, special teams gave that game away. And the fact that they forced in the guys returning from injury that didn't play all season long on the offensive line, you know, Billy Turner and company, and to, to put them back out there and to say, hey, we're just going to be like we always were. And it was their first game back. And they were getting their asses beat. And Matt LaFleur would not change. Would not change. Um, Pack fan says, I keep going back to this. What have you seen from Rodgers in the final game of the past three years to say we need him back? He folded again and again and again in the playoffs. Um, this year, I agree. Last year, more special teams than anything, but I think it was the offensive line and the fact that, uh, let's see here, uh, Aaron Jones fumbled, Mercedes Lewis, Mercedes Lewis fumbled, Matt LaFleur looked like a deer in the headlights, and the offensive line sucked. I'm not going to blame all that on Rodgers. The year before that, I will agree with you. It was a tough game, and then after Aaron, Rod- or Aaron Jones fumbled, they never recovered. And remember, Aaron Jones got knocked out of the game then. They had no run game to speak of. And it was all Rodgers all the time. He threw the pick. And then in the moment where others might take it in and run it in, he decided to try to force it to Devontae Adams. That I agree with. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. But again, you don't even get to those points without him. So you're of the mindset of, we can lose any game without him, so might as well go ahead and move on. That's kind of the sentiment. Um, the uh, JJ says it's his bad decision-making. I don't know about bad. I think it, it's certain decisions. Certain decisions. It's uh, It's been the unwillingness to look in other directions when it's just Devontae. You know, we have seen the film where other guys have been wide open, and he just wouldn't throw him the football, the obstinance. I don't know if that changes. I don't know if that changes uh, with another year of these young guys. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I know one thing. I, I would be... Uh, if, if I had to, uh, go into next season and bet my house on getting to the postseason, just getting to the postseason with Jordan Love versus getting deep into the postseason with Aaron Rodgers, uh, if Rodgers is jettisoned, I'll bet my house that the Packers don't make it to the postseason next year. Bet my house. Can I take that bet, Bill? Yeah. I have nothing to put up. Like for stakes. If, Jor- if Jordan Love is the starter next year, I'll bet my house that they don't get to the postseason. All right. Now we're talking. Yeah. Only from what I've seen and what I know. You know? Now, if they get in as the seventh wild card, like the Seahawks did, <clears throat> is that kind of an out? Because. 
every like half the damn league makes the playoffs? No, no, I, no. I, I, they won't make the playoffs. They won't make the postseason. And and, and what I'm saying is, um, you know, Susie says, be careful what you wish for. I, I'm confident, and the reason why is because people are getting giddy over two series. And that's like, you know, winning at blackjack and your first hand that you ever get dealt is two aces. You split them both, you get two 21s and you double down and you're walking away from the table going, see, I told you so, I knew how to play poker. And then from then on out, you're playing poker with people that know how to play poker. Remember, this guy has not been schemed for. Maybe a couple of games, he gets some wins. And then after that, they figure him out and they start throwing things at him that he's not accustomed to. And I don't think he's that great to begin with. You know, that's it. That's it. Stay tuned. We got a lot more. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. The Bill Michael Show. We continue right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.